I know for me, it's freeing to think that I don't have to be a certain way or I don't have to do a certain thing before I can go to God. And I think a lot of us get caught in that trap of we have to be perfect before we're able to go to God. And this is for both before salvation and after salvation. Welcome to the Live Verse Podcast, where we talk about practical ways to keep your relationship with God simple, healthy, and authentic so that you don't have to feel like you're going through life alone. Get ready to be encouraged. This is your host, Jelly Lot Williams. My name is Jelly Lot Williams. I am a therapist and faith coach and founder of The Live Verse, where I help imperfect Christians like you and me keep our relationship with God simple, healthy, and um, authentic so that you don't have to feel like you're going through life alone. So the affirmation we're gonna talk about this week is, I can go to God as I am. And I'm curious, what do you think when you hear that? So just let me know in the chat. And again, if you're catching the replay, go ahead and let me know in the chat. What do you think when you hear, I can go to God as I am? I know for me, it's freeing to think that I don't have to be a certain way or I don't have to do a certain thing before I can go to God. And I think a lot of us get caught in that trap of we have to be perfect before we're able to go to God. And this is for both before salvation and after salvation. So a lot of the times before people get saved, some of the things that they're wrestling with or some of the, excuse me, most common hesitations that come up is, oh, I've done so much stuff that God wouldn't want me now, or it's too late for me to be saved now. And I don't know where that mindset has come from. Well, I guess you can say it's a false mindset from the devil, right? Or one of the reasons, you know, that, that people think that thing, but it's not true. It is not true. God wants us to go to him, no matter what state we find ourselves, whether we like the state that we're in um, or not. And so this idea of I can go to God as I am is pretty freeing when I think about it. Um, so I did mention, so people be, that this is an important thing to remember before salvation and after. So something I've noticed, especially as of late working with the clients that I have been working with, is after people get saved, they seem, they seem to fall into the same trap of shame, the same trap of, oh no, like I've messed up and I'm saved, right? So the shame becomes amplified in a way, whereas Prior to salvation, there's a lot of shame of, oh, I've done all these things. How can God still love me? Or how can God still wash me clean? And then afterwards, it's like, oh, no, God has washed me clean. And here I am still making these mistakes. Or here I am still doing these things that I'm supposedly supposed to be saved from. And so it adds this extra layer so that when people feel that shame, it makes them want to turn away from God. It makes them want to say, I can't bring this to God. Like, what would that mean for my relationship? How would God view me then? And it's simply a, 
a false mindset that really just creates a barrier between us and God, a barrier between the more more, more authentic relationship that we can have with God when we hold on to that belief of, I have to be a certain way before I can go to God. And that's not what God wants. That is not what God wants for us to have. And here's the proof. In Hebrews 4, 14 to 16, I'm gonna read it, and this is the message version. It says, now that we know what we have, and that's key. Now that we know what we have, Jesus, this high priest with ready access to God, let's not let it slip through our fingers. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all, all but sin. So let's walk right up to him and get what he is ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. Take the mercy, accept the help. This right here is a verse that backs up this affirmation 100%. I can go to God as I am. I can take the mercy. I can accept the help when I know what I have. And what I have is Jesus. A God that said, I, I want you to come to me in your weakness. I want you to come to me in your struggle. I am near to you during those times if you would just turn to me. Not run away, not draw away, not isolate, not put up a barrier but draw near to me so I can go to God as I am. So what are some of the things that stop us from going to God after we're saved? So I mentioned shame. Another is imposter syndrome. A lot of us, um, and I, I, myself included, until we take the time to really explore why we believe what we, be what we believe, including you know that of our faith, we fall into this trap of trap of thinking Christians are supposed to look like this certain picture perfect box, right? And so when we don't fit into that box, we start to feel like, ah, oh, man, like, am I really saved or am I really a Christian, right? And then we, we'll feel that imposter syndrome within our faith. And so it stops us from, from turning to God because we're embarrassed. Another one is guilt. Maybe you're struggling with something that is not your first time on this merry-go-round. This is like the 30th time you're having to repent. This is like the 30th time you're having to ask God to come and help you. And you know, this 31st time you're like, you know what? Maybe I, this is it for me. Maybe I can't ask anymore. I'm too ashamed to ask anymore, right? Still, still a root of shame, guilt still a root of shame. But I want you to know that you can go to God as you are. Another barrier that stops us from going to God after we're saved is frustration. Feeling like we should no longer be dealing with something because, after all, I'm a good Christian. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Struggles. When things don't go the way that you expect, even after you've been praying and praying and praying, right? And you're frustrated because you're like, Lord, I've been doing all of these things that a Christian is supposed to be doing. I've been reading my Bible. I've been going to church. I've been praying. Yet it still didn't happen, right? And so out of frustration, you begin to think that, all right, maybe I should try this my own way. And that's a slippery slope. That's not a slope that we want to go down. Another barrier is pride, right? So once we go down that slippery slope, we are entering pride territory and it's easy to get sucked into that. It's easy to feel like, all right, like I can do this on my own because I've, I've tried it the other way and it's getting hard, right? When the going gets hard, sometimes we get going and not in the good way. Like we, we pack our bags and we leave. Another one is anger. 
So, you know, frustration does become pride. It becomes anger. You know, if it's not dealt with carefully and in healthy ways, it becomes anger. We say, you know, I'm sick and tired of this, you know, and I'm upset at God. I don't really understand what he's doing. I don't really understand why things are going the way that they're going. And now I'm upset. And instead of bringing that anger to God, because maybe you were taught that you're not allowed to be angry at God. You're not allowed to say those things to God. And so instead of telling God how you feel, you draw away from God. And that's not what God wants, right? This affirmation says, I can go to God as I am. And we read in Hebrews 14 to 16 that says, God wants us, oh, excuse me. I didn't know I was expecting delivery. Well, hopefully they will go. I'm sorry about that, y'all. That's that's the woes of working from home. Uh, anyways, where was I at? Oh, Hebrews 4, 16, right? So in it, the verse says, let's walk right up to him, him being Jesus, and get what he is ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. When you're angry, God is saying, hey, I am here. Let's talk it out. And after we're done talking out, I have mercy to give you. Maybe you said things that were disrespectful. I have mercy to give you if maybe you weren't um, as honest as you would have liked to have been at that moment. Accept the help that I'm ready to give you afterwards. It's so, so important that we're able to be honest with God about how we're feeling because God wants us to go to him as we are. He doesn't want us to fake it. He doesn't want us to come to him in this picture perfect idea of what we thought a Christian should be or look like or interact with God like. He wants us to go to him just as we are in whatever shape or form it may look like in the moment, right? Because God knows we're not perfect. He knows we are not perfect. He didn't create us to be or else he would not have sent Jesus. So if you felt insecure or embarrassed about what you could bring into your relationship with God, I want you to know that you are not alone. I felt that way before too, but I'm telling you, honesty in your relationship with God is important. And let me tell you the number one reason why it's important. Because what your relationship with God looks like is how your relationship with, with other humans is going to look like, right? So what we can't bring to God, we will struggle with in some shape and in some form with our other relationships. We will. And here's a prime example. If whenever, and going back to the angry, when, if whenever we're angry at God, we choose to isolate or we choose to say, you know, I'm not even, I'm just going to shove it to the side. I'm not even going to like talk this out or like, you know, bring this to God in prayer. We're going to do the same thing when say our, your best friend pisses you off about something. It's the same reaction you're going to have, right? Because it's a habit, right? When you make a habit to distance yourself when you're angry, you're going to do it with God and you're going to do it with your human relationships. But when you make a habit to process, to talk things out, to bring these things into relationships in healthy ways with God, you're going to know how to do that with your human relationships. And not only will you know how to do that, you will have God to help you to do that. This is why it's so, so important that we get into our heads this belief that we can go to God as we are. Okay, I don't wanna hold y'all long. That's all I have for y'all today, but I do wanna do a, a quick exercise for those of us that maybe have been in this space where we're like, 
yeah like i i realized i had fell into that belief of thinking i had to go to god i had to be a certain way before i can go to god or i had to be a certain way before i can bring certain things to god or maybe i struggled with shame and embarrassment that i thought god wouldn't want me to talk about these things or god wouldn't want me to bring this to his, into his presence he only wants me to bring the good sides of me the the sides of me that are easier to handle and let me tell you those sides of you are nice, they're dandy, they're fun. Yes, God loves those sides of you, but he also loves the side of you that you try to hide. God also loves the side of you that maybe you don't like so much and he loves it just as much as he loves that good side of you. And so you can go to God as you are. And so I want you to type that into the chat. I can go to God as I am. Don't hit enter yet, but just go ahead and type, I can go to God as I am. And then I want us to just take, to close our eyes and just take a deep breath. And so I'm gonna say the affirmation and then we'll take a deep breath and then we'll say the affirmation together and then we'll go ahead and hit it into the chat. So we'll go ahead and close our eyes. Breathe in through our nose, out through our mouth. And we'll drop into the chat, or I'm sorry, we'll say I can go to God as I am. And then we'll take a deep breath together breathe out and then we'll say together i can go to god as i am and we'll go ahead and hit that into the chat it is absolutely true you can tlv fam i love that we are on this faith journey together the fun does not have to stop here though join my free community the live first community a space for you to come as you are and with whatever faith you got. This is a way to stay connected throughout the week with daily encouragement and accountability while you go deeper in your faith. Join the community at thelivefirst.com backslash join community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and I can't wait to talk again soon.